0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Levantex podcast. We talk about political and cultural issues. Today I have a wonderful guest with me. His name is Diego. Diego is a photographer, he's been in Pakistan. He was there around the Osama bin Laden killings. We also have him now in Lebanon working on a bunch of stuff and today I'm here to talk to him about it. So Diego, thank you very much for being with us today.
1: Thank you very much. Hayati. Good morning. I hope that everybody is doing well.
0: Well, see, this is the type of energy I have on my show. I'm so happy to have you with me, Diego. Now, Diego, before we start getting into the deep and the dark and what you've seen, you know, tell us a little bit about why you went into being a photographer. What did you want to achieve with that when you first started out?
1: Well, uh, I studied journalism and then I, in Spain, and then I decided, I discovered that my storytelling was through pictures and not through words. So I started applying for grants, and I start traveling, spent one year in South America, trying to learn more about photography, all the process. And then I moved back again to Spain, and then jumped in Pakistan.
0: Now, Pakistan was quite interesting, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> Pakistan was was a, a big one for you. So, I mean, our audience, I think, know a little bit about you from Instagram. But I think it would be really cool to hear, you know, things that you haven't necessarily told anyone about
1: Pakistan. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, Pakistan at the end, uh, it was epic. It's part of my life. It's like a tattoo. It's part of me. It becomes part of me, and it was a special moment in my life. It, where in Pakistan, I realized the real power of being a storyteller, of being a messenger. And I drove my style to try to raise awareness through long projects. Before, I was shooting more, focused more on breaking news, making some reportage, that it was cool. But somehow, something was missing. And in Pakistan, I learned through the experiences that the best way to, to raise awareness, to make you think about what's going on, is focus on a long project. Rather than small uh, pills, so for me it was epic and I yeah.
0: So what what was this long project that you focused on? What were what were the pictures that you specifically um, took, and what what did you feel through these pictures? What did you engage? What did you what what type of story for you does rep- represents Pakistan?
1: For me, I fo- my, my my project uh, was called Resilience. Because I was trying to avoid this stereotyped vision of Pakistan, of violence, instability, corruption, and that, of course, it is there. But somehow I was trying to highlight the hope, the the resilience, the stoicism of the Pakistani people, because they do reserve. No matter what kind of nightmare you are, no matter what kind of problems you are facing, there is still hope. Because... The human being is always moving forward it's like the, the this idea mythology idea of sisyphus carrying the stone all the time once you are reaching the mountain again you have to go back and start from the beginning so somehow uh, what i seen in pakistan what this the idea of resilience of moving forward no matter what's going on and it's something that is quite similar to this country to lebanon
0: it is. I mean, Lebanon has had to go through so much. It's had to it's had to take on and, and sort of it's very modular Lebanon, you know, <laughs> whatever's thrown at it, it tends to sort of wheeze its way out and sort of find a way to survive. And I think that's why the people are still here, still on the ground. Now, we, you were here in the 2019 revolution, weren't you? um so how was that for you i mean spain is so close and spain saw its own protests you know you had the catalonians on the ground it was around the similar time spain wasn't doing too well you know there was the storming of the airport so how torn were you you know oh my god my Lebanon lebanon is uh, in its revolution but spain as well is uh, protesting so how how did you find that and how did you deal with that one
1: uh, for sure, my my heart was divided. I grew up on the streets in terms of uh, photographic revolutions. Uh, I work, contribute with a lot of anarchists, fanzines, newspapers, publications, and I spent a lot of time on the streets with the social movements. For me, it was really difficult not being in Spain and this time. On the other hand, uh, I was happy to have the chance to be a witness of what was going in in the country, in Lebanon, because it was a time that the country already needed to make a, a revolution, to move forward, to go ahead with, with, with political reforms, because at the end, Lebanon is crashing. And it's like the political elite doesn't want to think about the consequences on, of the civilians, of the Lebanese, that is an amazing people. Um, I'm Spanish, so I also belong to the Mediterranean. So we have a lot of things in common. The Mediterranean culture, the idea of belonging to the sea and it's completely different than being in UK or in America. So for me, it was quite amazing to be part of this. I spend almost every single day on the streets with the Lebanese people. I make really good friends because when you have a problem, you have to face it. I mean, uh, we need to ask for our rights. And it's important to go to the streets and to protect and defend what you are thinking, not only for you, because there is a new generation coming and they deserve to, to grow up, to live it with not in the same condition like us. No, The new generation should be better than us. Let's try to move forward with this.
0: What you've said is so true, Diego, and it's and it's so heartwarming to hear it from you. You know, Um, we live we live through this. We live here. We 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 feel the pain. We feel the suffering. But when people from abroad come and they find that this story is so strong and it needs to be told, and what is happening is so it's just epically just wrong, you know? <laughs> like, there's nothing to say. It's just absolutely wrong, and, so go for it. And
1: and there is another another thing quite important in terms of storytelling. Uh, when you are based in a country, you are not a parachuting anymore. Yeah. It's not a matter that you are going inside another society, another culture. You go there, you take pictures, report, and you leave. Like I don't in other com- uh, scenarios. Here, I make Lebanon my home. Yeah. So for me, the relation, the link is completely different. And for me, it's important to understand the culture. It's the best way to portrait what's going on. If not, it's not honest. Yeah. If, if not, you just scratch a part of, of, of this snowball that is making bigger and bigger and bigger, and you even you don't understand how you are going to be able to report on, on this. Now, that's why it's important to create the links and to know the lack of electricity, the lack of water, the lack of in, uh, public spaces, uh, the lack of uh, a normal policy, the, the lack of common sense in the country. <laughs> so somehow it's, I become part of, of this country, I'm in love with this country, I'm facing almost the same problems like everybody, of course, from a Western point of view, because... Honestly, uh, my, my bank account is in Spain, not here. I cannot imagine how Lebanese are managing, dealing with suddenly losing all the savings. All the working class disappear, struggling. It's really sad to, to see the elderly, because there is no social programs, struggling, eating in in places, just eating just manoush because it's the only way. You no, know? and, and it's really sad. And it's something that people should think about it.
0: I totally agree with you, um, Diego, and and the fact that you mentioned the elderly, I mean, my partner as well, he's a photographer, and he's just, he's so obsessed, because he's like, Sophie, you see them everywhere, and no one cares about them, no one takes care of them, you know, they're just on their own, so... Uh, I'm, I'm so glad you mentioned that because people tend to tend to just sort of delete that, you know, but you gave me the whole scale here. You said, Sophie, we need to, you know, fight for our rights. We have a new generation coming. They need. They deserve to have a better life than you know, we had a good life. I'm not going to deny, you know, I lived in Lebanon. Yes, I went through the 2006 war. Yes, I was evacuated on the English uh, warship. I went to Cyprus. I went to London. Yes, uh, we've seen so many attacks. Yes, I nearly missed so many bombs yes 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 but <laughs> but life was still okay you know what is happening now and what has been happening over the last 4 years is absolutely horrendous it's got to a point of no return we still could live before we weren't living the way we should because of the oligarchy and the people that are in control and the warlords but we were at least living now we're leaving a country that is that is failed um, and that doesn't have any hope. So people like you and I know your friends with Oliver Marsden, you know, he, being here and, and highlighting these things are uh, 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 all that we can ask for, because it's a story that needs to be told. Same thing that's going on in Israel and Palestine. You know, I don't think we should get into that topic because it's 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 heavy. It's it's uh, neither of us are there. And as storytellers, just like you said, it's something you want to be on the ground, you want to feel, you want to understand, but we all know what is happening is absolutely atrocious. But I do want to move on to what you're doing. I know you've got a lot to say on Israel and Palestine, but I I don't think it's the right time. So let's let's talk about these hijacked uh, schools that you're working on, you know, schools that have been brought down by the government or brought down by militias um, and are stopping and halting education in in danger zones or hotspot areas like Yemen, Syria, maybe even Palestine. So could you just highlight, you know, what are you working on right now and what have you seen so far?
1: Well, um, I'm currently working in two long-term projects. One is the one that you just uh, introduced, it's hijack education. And somehow hijack education is a statement to highlight how war affects education from different approaches, different perspectives. I think working and living in Pakistan, working in Afghanistan, Nigeria, Iraq, Syria, Colombia, Ukraine, Nagorno-Karabakh. So I'm trying. To raise questions, because sometimes when we are having a look at the at the war, unfortunately, it's not a Hollywood movie. Unfortunately, um, we are not thinking about the long-term consequences, or we are not thinking on uh, the consequences on the civilians. We are more focused on people holding guns or winning or losing. No, this idea. So I thought that it could be nice to develop a long body of work to highlight this. That's why I've been traveling. Unfortunately, with the, COVID, with the COVID, everything changed and I had to think about, okay, uh, right now I cannot travel and it was a good moment to think about the situation in the country and to focus on the country in Lebanon. Why? Because it's a challenge to portray the crisis, but we cannot portray the crisis just thinking on the breaking news. It's, it's not a good idea. It's a mistake because, unfortunately, there are a lot of things ongoing in all over the world. And setting is just only is giving you just few minutes or few space to each country. So rather than focusing on the breaking news, we need to go deep. We need to spend more time, and we need to think in long term project in a, a, a long body of work rather than focusing on small pills, because if not, we're not going to be able to show and portrait. So this is the challenge right now for this country. This is the challenge. We need to be critical with ourselves and to try to be ways to portray the situation. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think what's really hard is because, as you said, you know, there's so many different things happening. That there's so many, so much news to break. You know, so you're getting these small uh, snippets. I mean, I'm obviously a journalist. Uh, I was an anchor as well, so I used to do breaking news on TV. So I understand exactly what you're saying. And even when I'm giving the news, you don't feel you've given the whole story. You, but you don't have time. So it is people like you and Oliver and others, you know, that are on the ground. They're spending. A a lot of time with certain characters, they're building relationships, you know, those characters are trusting them, they're taking them somewhere else. So yes, it's it's really, you know, dive deep, long haul, what's really taking place. Now, you mentioned another project that you were doing. So we've talked about hijacking education, you know, and, and, and the traveling that you did, but COVID sort of has slowed that down for you. So I'm guessing you found something else that you can do in the meantime.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm working now with the my project is called the Phoenician Collapse as a metaphor of the collapse of an empire. I'm not thinking in, in the Phoenician collapse as just only one part, a small part of the Lebanese society. I'm thinking more, more about this metaphor of when I state a collab, a country, empire is crashing, is collapsing. Uh, I'm trying to raise awareness. I'm working in a long project uh, in a book. Uh, And I'm working on it, and it's it's really, really tough, it's really difficult because the situation is getting more complicated in in the country as it's dying drop by drop. So we pass from the idea of the explosion, the aftermath, and all the crazy consequences, suddenly no one is willing to talk about Lebanon because there are other things, and now the violence is playing under other levels when we see all these old elder people asking for food and we don't see the electricity or the internet or the water, or there is no government. So the idea is to try to build the, the, the project, going, coming back to the places, traveling researching. So it takes time, it takes times, but at the end I think it's a good bet in terms of, I don't want to send one picture, to define Lebanon with one picture, it's not possible. But the good, but the point is who I am to portray the Lebanon. So I'm portraying my Lebanon, my Lebanon, because it will not, it will be not fair if I'm saying, Hey, this is Lebanon. No, 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 no. Because it's not about this is Lebanon. How you can demarcate, how you can define or portrait a country with 17 different religions with what's going on. I mean, it's impossible. And that is the challenge to try to, portrait with a personal approach all this crisis, all this decline and the collapse of one empire that belongs to the Mediterranean, our Marin Nostrum.
0: I was just gonna say, I mean, Spain has a a relationship with the Phoenicians. Uh, So does Libya, so does Algeria, so does Morocco, so does France. So yes, it's the Mediterranean empire. And uh, your, your, uh, what, longest, uh, inhabited city, you know, your oldest inhabited city is here, it's Biblos, it's, Jbeil, it's where I live, so um, yes uh, that that is that is pretty damn amazing what you're saying to me, and you know when you say things like, "I, Sophie, I can't portray Lebanon in one picture and I have to portray my truth and my Lebanon and what I see and uh, and what you're seeing is the truth, you know, because it's out there and the people are talking about it, and it's I think what what one thing that people don't understand is is that m- the women are carrying Lebanon at the moment. there are there's hardly any males here. They've had to leave. They've had to to leave the country. They've had to go away to work. Um, so it's really the women <laughs> that are left behind. And without any rights anyway, I mean, <laughs> what is one supposed to do? We can't even pass on the passport. So thank you, Diego, um for making Lebanon your home for now uh we welcome you you know spain lebanon heart to heart we are we are all one we are all mediterranean i can't wait to see the work that you do on this phoenician project i think it's so interesting like when you get some more stuff send me a message so we can set up another podcast because i think everyone would really like to hear about it okay I wanna ask you one more thing. Um, It's what I say to my guests. So I I give you a bit of time. You have the attention of my listeners. Um, They are listening to you now. So is there anything you would like to say to them today?
1: Well, uh, to keep moving forward, to think about what's going on and to think about that. uh, Lebanon needs a change and step by step, it's a small, small, small thing can make the difference and yeah. Uh, Lebanon is living through that darkness time, but as uh, Miguel Hernandez was saying, he was a poet, a Spanish poet uh, during the civil war. Uh, he was saying that okay, we are going to keep dancing, dancing till the death is coming. You no, know? so yeah, uh, don't forget living. Uh, yeah, have a beautiful day. Thank you very much for listening to me. It was a a truly pleasure to be a guest here. Yeah. Thank you. It's been
0: been an absolute pleasure having you, Diego. You have so much passion, you have so much spirit, you know, Um, just your words can inspire others to, to show them that it doesn't matter what the story is, as long as you get the depth of the story or the truth of the story, it's a story in itself. So, Diego, thank you so much. I just want to say one thing, for everybody listening, as you know, Levant X is a crowdfunded organization and we do rely on donations so you can head to the Levant X website, click the donate button and donate through buy me a coffee Diego you can catch him on Instagram and Twitter he's all over the place follow up and you can see all of his updates so Diego thank you again so much for being with me today
1: thank you very much <laughs>